Welcome to the Gen Z Show, the only show dedicated to young leaders and those who work with them to create a positive revolution that will inspire this generation to impact future generations. With your host, James McLean. Welcome to the Gen Z Show. I am your host, James McLam, and I'm joined today uh, by one of the founding curriculum writers for Generation Ziegler, Mr. Brandon Bumgardner. How are you doing, Brandon? Hey, doing great today, James. We just had a great show. We did have a great show. Who were the guests that you and I got to sit with today? Well, we have the legendary Cindy Ziegler Oates. And then we had Julie Ziegler Norman, both the daughters of the late Zig Ziegler, got to hear some great things about this topic called gratitude. That was a wonderful topic that we dived into. Yes. And we really, I've really been excited about this episode and the recording of this. And we, we recorded it early enough that we had time to edit it and get it ready so that it's dropping today, which is the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. So no Turkey. matter when you're living, yep. what, listening to this or watching this, that's when we actually dropped it, right before then. Yep. We had a great conversation, a lot of fun, a lot of exciting times, but what was yes. what was your biggest takeaway from our time with, with uh, Cindy and Julie? Well, I absolutely love the stories about their dad and how he would go out of his way to show appreciation. One of the biggest takeaways I took away is that gratitude is something that we can initiate on our own. We can take that initiative and watch the ripple effect that gratitude has on our attitude, on our impact, on our environment, on the people around us. Uh, it's a ripple effect that can affect a lot of people. I think you'll really enjoy today's show with Julie and Cindy. Listen, I, I know a lot of you are probably yeah. listening to this and you're thinking, hey, this is this is a this is a lightweight show here. You're talking about gratitude. <laughs> of course I'm thankful for stuff. But mm -hmm. as Cindy and Julie points out, this really is a foundational attitude that that affects all aspects of you. Not only yep. You personally, your self-image, but your relationships and, and just your total outlook on life. This could not be any more crucial. There's nothing lightweight about this at all. And so we want to make sure that you guys do this. Please connect with us on this. Share this episode yep. as you go forward. And if you want to comment on this and uh, comment it on it in the, in the show notes, or you can, you can email me directly at james at generationziggler.com. But... Let's just stop talking and let's go straight to this interview with these wonderful, beautiful ladies that Brandon and I are so grateful to call friends, Julie and Cindy Ziegler. Ladies, welcome to the Gen Z Show. I, I'm excited about this. I, uh, I have been wanting to do a special show on this topic of gratitude for some time, and I wanted you guys to... to uh, be my guest. And so I'm really excited to have you uh, with me. I was just thinking about it yesterday. It is, uh, we're going on eight years now since the first class. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. Awesome. First wow. class, our first ZLC class was 13, right? I'm not keeping track. <laughs> Sorry, James. Well, I won't right. say what it is, but which uh, code, but I, I know that it was 13 that we started because I had used that as a, uh, uh, a number in one of my uh, past passwords at one time before I changed it. So it's always stuck with me that I was there in November of 13. Uh, but, but welcome to the show. Now, now Brandon and I introduced you uh, to our audience before we started the call, but 
I want our audience to hear from you guys. So if you guys wouldn't mind just introducing yourselves just briefly to our audience so they'll learn a little bit about yep. you and, and uh, well, no, I'll, I'll let you fight it out which one wants to go first. Oh, I always defer to my elder sister. <laughs> you just had to go there, didn't you? <laughs> well, now you know I'm the elder sister of Julie. I'm Cindy. <laughs> um, some of you may know me as the happy tadpole if you read see you at the top that stories about me if you haven't then i'm just cindy i'm the middle daughter of zig and jean ziggler and it is just a blessing to be here and james and brandon talk about gratitude well i am grateful for you too and what you do in your message so thank you for having me and I'm Julie. I'm Cindy's younger sister, as you already know. Uh, I had to point that out since I have gray hair now, thanks to COVID and no hairdressers for about a year and a half. And um, <laughs> I'm just explaining this away. I am the youngest of the three girls. And then, of course, there's our brother, who's nine and a half years younger than me. And uh, we're grateful for him because he runs the company and we uh, don't have to do that. So that's a blessing. But I, I was dad's editor for 20 years and I edited 23 of his books. And the first several books he wrote, I wasn't his editor and they were typed on a regular typewriter. So they weren't on the computer. So when I first started working with him as his editor, I input all those books into the computers. And ultimately, I ended up helping him on stage after he has brain injury and, and got to speak with him and do interviews that were a real blessing to travel with dad and mom for those four years. And of course, we miss him greatly. And um, Cindy and Tom and I do what we can to keep his teachings alive and keep people uh, growing the, the way dad always hoped that they would. And you two are a great example of our efforts for that we truly are grateful yes thank you well, thank you grateful it's for funny you that you mentioned about uh the first couple of books being inputted on a uh, typewriter i saw a post today where uh ziggler was offering a uh, see you at the top is his original price and in the comments there was a lady who had commented and said i was working for him in the 70s i'm the one who who wrote all this on the electric typewriter um, wow and i thought so you need to comment on that. You need to go and look that up and see see what is going on there. That's me. I will. I can't remember the name and stuff uh, on that, but I thought, yeah, that's kind of funny that you said that. So, Julie, to tag off what you said, talking about the teachings that you want to continue to the teachings, one of them is really this concept of gratitude. Now, Gen Z, we work a lot with youth. We work a lot with those who work with youth. And I don't think it's any mystery or... or any surprise that you struggle with developing that kind of attitude of gratitude, that they really struggle with that in initially. And so I wanted us to have a conversation around that. And I thought the best place for us to start really is, is here uh, with this, with this quote that your dad is, this is correct. Cause I got it out of the little book of big quotes as, as uh, there you oh, go. Yeah, I got it out of that. I'll, I'll show that and, and, and maybe pop some links in, into the show notes where folks can uh, get those things. But of all the attitudes we can acquire, surely the attitude of gratitude is the most important. 
and by far the most challenging. I think this is a two-part discussion here. So let's take it at the first part where it says that this, that the attitude of gratitude is the most important. Why do you feel that is the mm. case? Julie, want to go first? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I just uh, want to say that dad felt like that that was the most important thing because people who have an attitude of gratitude are going to be naturally happy. The mm. attitude of gratitude keeps you from uh, being in the dumps, staying in the dumps, looking for the worst. It keeps you looking for the best, uh, the positive that's yet to come. And I think the best example I can give of that was uh, when dad was diagnosed with Alzheimer's and the doctor said, Mr. Ziegler, I'm so sorry to tell you, you have Alzheimer's disease. And he immediately slapped his hands together and he said, did you know my Lord and Savior has gone ahead of me and and he has prepared a place that's so beautiful and so wonderful it cannot even be described. I mean, his very first thought was, what's the next great thing I have to look forward to? He's so grateful he has a place that's unimaginably wonderful to go to and that his Lord went ahead to prepare it for him. Instantaneous, not a bit of hesitation, mm -hmm. just out there. What did Cindy? Yes, it was Cindy amazing. Was there. Yeah. 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 It was a sweet, sweet moment for us. And, you know, dad being the most grateful person I've ever known. And, you know, he grew up in a large family with a lot of struggles. Um, his father died when he was five and all the kids worked. Daddy had his first job at five years old. And he developed a lot of strengths and habits. I think that led to him being grateful later on because where he came from and the struggles that he went through to get to where he was, you know, he knew then and now and what it took to get there, which made him very grateful. And I read in the Bible, I don't remember what scripture it is, but it talks about the most that gratitude leads to humility, that if you have mm a lot of gratitude, you're going to have humility. And I know Julie would agree with me that our father was one of the most humble, if not the most humble men we've ever met. Mm -hmm. I mean, he lived a life of gratitude because of his attitudes. How's that? <laughs> that was good, sissy. <laughs> What's good? Well, I think that, that you do struggle with this quite a bit. So it's, it's really the second part of this when it's the most life-changing. How, how can we help them understand and, and really acknowledge and accept that having that attitude of gratitude is the most life-changing? Because now there is, seems to be such a prevalence of you owe me attitude. Entitlement, right. Entitlement attitude. Thank yes. you. That's yes. exactly where I where yeah. I was searching for the right word there. Thank you, Brian, on that. So how, how can we help them understand that? What do you guys think about how we can help them uh, understand that it is most life-changing? Yeah. yeah. I, I think that um, just teaching them that uh, the grace of being polite and saying mm -hmm. thank you and please and being kind and and maybe kindness is easier to understand than gratitude. 
but what they will receive when they show kindness by being thoughtful with the pleas and the thank yous and I appreciate that is they'll see other people feel grateful um, and, and how that helps them have a better day. So when they see gratitude in others for being treated respectfully, mm. thoughtfully and well, I think they begin to learn what gratitude is. And when something feels as good as helping somebody else to feel better, uh, they're, they're going to get addicted to that. Because helping other people really is where the joy is. Yeah. And I, okay. I have to brag a little bit on FFA because before y'all came to Ziegler, the leaders of FFA with your background in FFA, I didn't know anything about FFA, but when those young people came to our office and the first thing they said is what can we do to help you? And also James, you and Matt, when you were at our training, you were this, you were that, that was you. And it made me grateful that you, you know, you were just aware and offered. And I think especially the FFA kids, I guess, that are raised that way, they know what it's like to work. Mm -hmm. They know what it's like to see success. Um, and they're grateful, you know, okay, now I'm a city girl. I don't know about the cows winning at the fair and stuff. Like that. <laughs> but you know, when they work so hard on this animal and then they're rewarded and they feel, I guess, proud and grateful. So I, and I'm grateful for my kitty back there. <laughs> Love how you just did that. That's good. You know, so I don't know. I think like Julie said, when you're raised with learn to respect with the manners that FFAers have to, all of them said, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. You know, just so polite yeah. and that extends to other people and then the gratitude starts to swell you know you see all that and go wow i'm really grateful for this yeah <laughs> what do you think i had somebody go ahead james no 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 you go ahead okay i was going to say uh, i once had a man ask me why on earth would you make a child apologize if they don't mean it i said because a they should, when they're in the wrong and have been hurtful, uh, they should apologize. And I said, number two, they don't like to apologize. And they'll eventually learn that if they don't do anything to apologize for, they won't have to apologize. But it's about respect. Mm -hmm. And they're not going to learn it if they never have to say, I'm sorry. Right. And I don't know if y'all have ever met people who just don't have I'm sorry anywhere in their vocabulary. But it is uh, hard to work with people who never, ever own it, you know, mm -hmm. never own anything. And when you're never sorry for anything, you make it gives you that attitude of entitlement. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. So, so we have to teach them. Yeah, we work with a lot yeah. of youth that, that they still struggle with understanding that they need to give thanks for the things that they mm -hmm. have and the things that they, uh, the, the people that work with them and stuff. But we're also fortunate enough to work with some f mighty fine young people who 
who have been raised in, in, in such a way that they understand yes. that quite a bit. Brandon, you got thoughts yeah. on it or? Yeah. Um, I think right now what we're experiencing is, is a gratitude gap where a lot of people don't feel like they can be thankful. And when we do give thankfulness, it helps us remember the reasons we're here. I was going to ask you guys, why do you think there is such a gratitude gap in, in my generation and in the student leaders generation of today? That's a good question. Um, things are just so different now and I can't really pinpoint it. What about you, Julie? Uh, yeah, I'll start immediately. Uh, Brandon, I just started thinking about uh, things that were going on as I was raising my children. And I, I think that probably uh, we were less attentive uh, maybe than, you know, in our times than, than other parents might have been in earlier past. Plus, we didn't require our children to work. Uh, we usually gave them allowance for just breathing instead of doing chores. Uh, you know, uh, I think that that probably had a lot to do with it. Sure. I know a lot of people gave too much allowance, enough for their kids to really get in trouble. Uh, things just started loosening up. Uh, the It was different from the late 60s and early 70s, but I just think we were too busy. And maybe our children get enough attention. That's when latchkey kids were really coming in. More and more and more women were seriously working towards true careers instead of just a little extra money. But I don't know. It just distracted parents more. I mean, I know for centuries that children have been raising themselves uh, when their parents were working so hard. But usually the children were working alongside their parents. And then... In our group, I don't still don't think that happens so much. I think you keyed on something when you said about about you know the work ethic. You know when you're having to work for a lot of the things that yeah. you have, or you're you're uh, you're having to put into effort to get something instead of something being handed to you. You realize how much more uh, grateful you need to be for for the gifts that you receive, mm -hmm. for the uh, help that you can receive, or just the kindness you receive. Yeah. Uh, because we're not just talking about gratitude in the sense of, oh, I'm grateful that, you know, someone gave me this nice present or I'm grateful that someone right. has helped me out of this economic okay. situation. It's just really grateful for, you know, life in general, being grateful sure. for the gifts that you have um, every day right. going for this. Is that yeah. y'all agree on that? I mean, yes. I'm yeah. rambling yeah. here. You're, you're, on, you're on the target there, James. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I have a question, uh, you know, that that really boils down to we we've got youth that are listening to us we've got people who are helping youth that are listening to us and they're like okay you, i agree with you we need to teach more gratitude but how how do we do that what are some tips some techniques what are some things that y'all have learned one day that you would like to share with them or you know what are some things that we can do to to help younger generations express more gratitude good question i have an idea I think it really has to be intentional and just the suggestion of I want you to sit down, make a list, everything you're grateful for, everything you can think of, just make that list, whether it's clean water, you know, most of us don't even think about that. We just take it for granted. Uh, food, when we have it, 
you know, it's just so readily available. Just make that list and make that mm -hmm. intentional and, you know, just have a, a time to sit down and do that and go over that list often, add to it, you know, just have it in the front of your mind all the time. Okay. What am I grateful for? And, you know, when you're aware of it, you start becoming that you start. to Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I know that daddy taught us when somebody paid us a compliment, we, he taught us we should, it's polite and proper and appropriate to say, thank you. Uh, and so it was by his example, too, because he was always expressing thanks for and appreciation for positive traits and characteristics that he saw in uh, the people who were helping him. And, and you know, y'all have heard the stories of dad chasing down all the military guys in the airport to thank them for their service. Uh, he he, we absolutely almost missed planes because he would run so far <laughs> down there to catch up with a guy in uniform. But they, I never saw one who got upset with him saying, thank you for all that you're doing. And then he'd say, I served in World War II. And, you know, it was just really sweet. But it was heartfelt and it was genuine. And I think that when they see us having gratitude it, it teaches them, but you also have to let them know that there are proper ways and times to respond with gratitude. And thank you is a simple gratitude, but also writing, writing a child a note, saying some special thing you've seen them do, a thoughtful thing, maybe helping another child and just telling them how grateful you are for the character qualities they're showing. I mean, you have to show it by example in order to teach it. Right. You have to express it to them personally and individually. And I don't care how many behavior problems a young person has. They have good qualities that you can easily pick out and praise them for. Yep. Be grateful for. Yes. Let's put you guys on the spot because you, when you mentioned about him going in and going after military folks, the very first story that came to my mind is the one that Jill, our, our mutual friend, Jill Helwig talks about her son oh. learning it from his dad who learned it from your dad. So are there other examples or stories of, of, of people who maybe even your father or other people who have taken hold of this principle of gratitude, being a great attitude and, and how it has worked for them. You guys got something to share. Uh, they, they can get us all excited as we go into Thanksgiving that. this week. Oh, I, I, one of the first ones, and y'all know it, is Daddy used to, whenever he was introduced to new people, if they had a younger child, he would always overlook the parents. Like, y'all don't, but look at this great kid here. And he would say, young man or young lady, he'd say, you know, I can spot a winner a mile away. He said, let's just, just turn around. And he'd put his hand on their head and just kind of twist a little mm -hmm. and they would turn around. He said, yep, just like I thought, you're a winner. <laughs> and we meet all these grown up adults who have never forgotten that Zig Ziglar told them they're a winner and they adopted the positive attitude. They understood it. He believed it. They believed it. And mm -hmm. it just they're all over, aren't they, Cindy? Mm -hmm. 
See, Julie, you just <laughs> ruined something uh, for me because I would have adopted that same uh, yeah. tactic, and I was passing yeah. off of something, you know, obviously something that I'd come up with. Now people know I stole it. You so. <laughs> <laughs> can't steal yeah, anything sorry, that good. I may have you to edit steal. this part out. So. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> You're going to have to steal it and pass it on exactly. because the kids remember it. Their parents remember it. Um, so many little children. Have, well, maybe that's why there's some entitlement going on. I don't know. But so many <laughs> children are just brushed aside with that, you know, out of sight, out of mind. And uh, children to be seen, not heard. Of course, that's not that hadn't been that way. I don't think for well, it's always going to be that way for some people. But yeah, that's if you if you let people know that they're important and that they're valued and that they didn't have to do anything, if they didn't have to perform, it wasn't conditional. It's just they're obviously a winner. Yeah. Yeah. And I know we all are. We're here. God put us here. We're winners. <laughs> yeah, we're here. <laughs> that's awesome. Exactly. I love that you yeah. guys brought that up. How would you say that the gratitude affects our own attitude overall? How would you guys say that affects it? That's a good question. I think it's the number one most important thing to feel. I really do. Yeah. It gives you a, an all over a general feeling of well-being and sure. acceptance. And when yeah. you give, you know, you're the one that wins. It's yeah. like I volunteered at Baylor Hospital with two therapy dogs for almost 20 years. And I was always the one blessed. You know, I'd always thought, okay, I'm going to go in. I'm going to talk to this patient. I'm going to help them over here. And, you know, it's going to be so neat. They're going to get to see a dog. And then every day I would leave going, wow, I was so blessed today. And it was only because I was given my time, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, Okay, y'all know my dogs did all the work. I just held the leash. But <laughs> yeah, giving, giving definitely gives you that mm -hmm. feeling of gratitude that you are able to give, no matter what it is. And yeah, I think that's the biggest feeling there is that over mm -hmm. overall that gives you a sense of well-being in general. Mm -hmm. I think this week it's this week during Thanksgiving as we release this uh, episode. I love this quote. I think it just sets us up really well for us that you know the more you express gratitude for what you have, the more you have to express gratitude for it. I think Cindy, you hit upon that a while ago is is making up your list uh, of start accumulating the thing, the little things, and then you'll start seeing bigger things. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. I, I know many people who struggle with uh, depression and they make it a habit every night as they go to bed they have to list three things they're grateful for that happened that day because it keeps their mind on the positive and they say no matter uh you know uh, one time a girl told me it was just she noticed how bright green a leaf was and it was just beautiful and it was like just this just this connection moment where she just had a bright spot in her, her, you know, day that could be pretty dark. And it, it, you just got to think for a little while and there's always something, always something. 
I, I've I've heard folks as well who are having uh, relationship problems do that same technique towards mm -hmm. each other. And I'm not just talking mm -hmm. about marriage relationships. I'm talking about parent-child relationships. I'm Earth. talking about co-worker mm -hmm. relationships. Yeah. It doesn't make a difference. Where they've just started taking it as a habit, even if the other person was not doing it. They were making right. it as a habit. What are three things or two things? or Is there one thing that I am grateful for you know, about, you know, what is one thing I'm grateful for about branding today? You know, he's getting on my nerves, but you know, what is one thing I can find you? So yep. April, send, April sends me, you know, she talks about this all the time. What is exactly. one thing I'm grateful for? Yeah. Yeah. They're always <laughs> negative. <laughs> <Right. So. laughs> but yeah, definitely can improve a relationship. I, I mean, that that's awesome that you brought that up, James, how we're able to, take those moments of gratitude and apply them to the people around us. Um, they, I've heard it said before that gratitude is contagious. What do y'all mm -hmm. think about that statement? Do you think gratitude truly is contagious or is it something that's confined to a, a certain individual? Contagious. 100%. Contagious. Yes. Yeah. And have you ever noticed you kind of want to go and be with those people that are grateful? Cause it's just, yes. yes. I don't know how to describe it. It's just a wonderful, happy, grateful feeling of gratitude. A grateful yeah. feeling. <laughs> and and you'll see grateful people are the ones you see smiling. Yeah. Um, they just don't carry the weight of the world on their shoulders. They're content. Mm -hmm. uh, they're basically, you know, happy, happy people. And I, I've been asked, why am I so happy? I'm like, I'm just really happy. I'm grateful, you know, and they don't, I have these moments where I get a little down and, but I know it's my choice and I get to, um, I get to think of the things that I am grateful for. And like daddy said, if you ever get a little bit down in the mouth, you know, Moses was once a basket case. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He also That's said, good. if you ever get a little bit down in the mouth, then what you need to do is go help somebody else. Yeah. Go volunteer, go yeah. be of help, serve a neighbor, just get out of yourself. But you can't stay holed up in the house and get happy with right. your sad thoughts rotating around in your brain. You got to go distract yourself with good deeds. You know, that's, that's an important thing that it, but a lot of folks, especially youth, they may not feel like giving thanks. Right. And so in essence, what you're saying is, is that you don't wait to feel grateful. You make yourself grateful. You, you exactly. go ahead and you know, if, if you're force yourself to, to kind of find those things to be grateful for, then it becomes easier the more you do it. So, yeah. um, good. I mean, Brandy, you I know. were working with youth yesterday. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that there were some of them that were struggling with it as they were. Oh, yeah. Uh, because in our culture, it's so me-focused, right? I love what Matt right. Rush says. When you take a photo, the first person you see is yourself, right? Because we're, we're drawn to that. So what gratitude does, it shifts the focus from us to other people. And I think it also turns into this thing called servant leadership. It's a huge element so that, that we can easily mm -hmm. transition to, James. Yeah, for sure. That's good. Yeah. I'm writing this down so y'all can talk while I'm writing this down. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, so, I'll tell you right. Yeah. What's, What's fun that? for me when I see, like, you know, we have 
deliveries now, right? People come to your house. Well, I always love to go outside and meet them and give them a little extra tip. I've had some of the most wonderful reactions and conversations, you know, because I thank them. I'm so grateful for people like you who are doing this for people like me. I mean, it really is a blessing. But to see their reaction, I mean, it's just yeah. priceless. It's, I think it's important what you're talking your about today. there. Yeah. It's, it's not always that you have to say that you're thankful for them. You can do it with your actions and words. Um, exactly. Like when you said that it, this past summer, the guys who were picking up the, the trash in our neighborhood, it was, it was a scorcher. It was traditional mm -hmm. Southern, you know, humidity high, temperature high. I, I guess it was heat index was over 110. And they're out there, you know, driving around in those trucks with the windows down, dumping trash, which I'm sure is flying back in there and just... So I went and got some water bottles when I saw him coming down and I handed the guy a water bottle. The next week, my family, I don't say whose fault it was, but it wasn't <laughs> my family forgot to, someone in my family forgot to push the trash cans to the right. And I heard the truck coming down when I was in the other side of the house. I was like, oh no. And I went running through there. And when I got to the door to go outside to get, see if I could meet him beforehand, the guy was had stopped his truck, got out, gone to my house, got the trash can, and pushed it out there so his thing could dump it. And I was like, thank wow. you. He's like, hey, man, you're my friend. I'm, I'm going to help you out always. And I'm like, what? What? This is cool. That's so cool. Wow. Like, how did that happen? You know? And all I did was just give him some work because I was like, this guy needs yeah. some, you know, he needs, it's hot out there. Yeah. I know. I know. I um, I like to give my my the guys who pick up my garbage. I like to give them Christmas money, and a card. You know, a card thanking yeah. them with with money in it. And yeah. it, yeah, that joy is all mine. I guarantee you. But they oh, do yeah. that all year long for me. Um, people who serve me, like I, I have to go pick up hay about every fifteen days for my horses. And the same man loads that hay every time I go. And uh, come Christmas, I'm loving on him because he, I mean, I, I couldn't do what he does for me. And, you know, it's just joy. I'm it is. grateful that I can do it. Just grateful. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We normally at the end of one of these uh, sessions, we'll ask our guests, What's the greatest advice they've ever been given? But I want to ask you guys something different. I want, and I know, I think I know the at least one of your answers on one of these things. But I want you guys to give me your favorite Ziggler quote um, from your dad, not Tom. Let's don't let's don't give any question. Here. And then uh, your favorite book that that your dad wrote. Okay. Well, my favorite quote is, you can have everything in life you want if you will just help enough other people get what they want, because it's mm -hmm. so true. And that kind of gives you an attitude of giving so you can get that gratitude. Um, my favorite book was actually Confessions of a Grieving Christian. Mm -hmm. It's after we lost our older sister, Susie, and Daddy was just so raw and real. It took him, I think, two years, Julie, to write that book. Three. And three. And it was, it's, 
it's really sweet, it's powerful, and it's helped so many people on a whole different level because of the grief over losing a child, mm. you know. And But anyway, I just liked it because it was so real. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I have so many quotes of dads that are my favorite, but one of them is, is you can't do good business with a bad man, which he was taught by the uh, butcher in the grocery store when he worked there as a young boy. He, um, my favorite sales quote is stop selling, start helping. Mm -hmm. It's all, you know, it's, it's about taking care of that other person. Uh, when you build a relationship, you don't have to sell. You have a relationship and uh, you build, build trust. So that one's real important. Um, that's, but they're all good. Yeah, you know, I can't find one I don't like <laughs> of daddies. Good I problem. use them all. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they're all inspiring. Um, I have some other facts. Let's see. One of the, oh, goodness gracious. Oh, it's so ingenious, too. And I can't think of it right now. And what was the second part of that question? What's your favorite book? Oh, my favorite book. I think my favorite book, just because when people ask me, which book should I get? that kind of covers the gamut of what, what he taught is I usually recommend over the top because that book, see you at the top has a whole lot about improving your self image attitude, that sort of thing. But over the top also has the goal setting and training your mind. And um, it's kind of the bigger whole picture. And if you read that one, you're going to get it all. If, if you have, if you come from a place where you need help with your self image, I always recommend see you at the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. But over the top is kind of all of it. <laughs> yeah. The revised the twenty five year anniversary book. Yep. Yeah, we I, had to actually. Let me go off screen here real quick. <laughs> this is my signed copy. There. Oh. I see that signature. Yeah, there. Right, right, right. Other one. <laughs> there you go. Hey, you signed uh, it. All, both of y'all signed it. So. Oh. I, have a... I didn't see that. I wasn't expecting I, I didn't that. Sign it. Well, that, that was the book that you guys let us pick out at the very first class. Yes, that was so much fun. And uh, so I got to pick, I picked that one out and then I had uh, you three sign it um, uh, for me as well. So that one is never, you know, I, I keep that one in pristine condition. I have the other one that I write and take notes in. And of course, I have a whole stack of them out in the, uh, out in the, the storage area before that we give to, to our, um, participants when they come through our program we give them either that one or born to win whichever oh that's great one is available at, at that time there well so, brandy you got a favorite turn... quote or book huh me yeah. uh man yeah me personally i really enjoy the purpose driven life that was me um by rick warren i don't know if you guys have done that one helped me really find my purpose in life and help mm-hmm. me uncover some things that i needed to uncover um i recommend it for anybody that's trying to find their purpose um, and gratitude is a great way to segue into purpose as well. So many ways we could go today with this uh, this session, James. 
How can our audience connect with you guys? They want to learn more about what, uh, how to be involved with Ziggler, how to be involved with stuff. Obviously, they can come and, and connect with us at uh, Generation Ziggler, but how how can we uh, how can they connect with you guys? I would just send them to our website, Ziggler.com. And the, they, <laughs> James, eight hundred. There it is. Our I don't have the number there. <laughs> Look at there. <laughs> yeah, that's the easiest one. <laughs> and uh, would you also recommend this book? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> if parents have children with behaviors, then they might really be encouraged by that book. And if you're a child, a young person, a young adult who's not happy with uh, some of your choices, you might benefit from that book. Definitely. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. You need a little help with self-image and realizing that uh, Jesus loves you really and truly. And it's it's a good one. It's it's not in print anymore, but I've noticed that anytime I need one, I can order it off Amazon. They always seem to have them and they're always in fairly good shape. So it's out there. Yeah. But ladies, thank you. Thank you for joining thank us. You. Thank you for thank, uh, you. thank you for for you know being so supportive of what we've tried to do to take you know the message that you guys have tried to carry on. And we our goal always has been to kind of take that message to a new generation mm -hmm. to trying to package it in a way that a new generation can do it and uh, like-minded thoughts and messages as well. Um, thank you. As, as we go forward, so we're, we're I'm grateful for you guys. I'm grateful that. Uh, we are grateful for y'all. Grateful yes. for you guys. Amen. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. That was yeah. fun. Let's do it again. Hey, and we're grateful for for our audience, for you guys who have stuck with us and have watched and listened to this. Listen, someone Amen. you know needs this message. Please share this, uh, like it, comment it on this, and we'll be back again next week with another episode of the Gen Z Show. Thank you for joining us on the Gen Z Show and being a part of our community. Please subscribe to our channels on YouTube and on your favorite podcast app. Follow us too on Instagram and Facebook to get weekly updates. Until our next show, have a blessed day.